Do you want to know a crazy fact? What is it? So I was on Reddit searching because you know how Reddit is now the new trend for everyone. All the Reddit stories. They're honestly pretty fucking interesting. Mm -hmm. But I put I basically went on like random facts that you don't really want to know, but it's cool to know. So caterpillars are basically dissolved liquid in a or caterpillars basically dissolve into liquid in the cocoon. The only thing left are the so-called imaginal disc groups of cells that contain all the information and mechanism to turn into soup into the various body parts of butterfly. I don't know if I read that incorrectly, but basically caterpillars are soup and then they become butterflies. Yeah, I never heard so that they before like in my life. Melt. They they mold into a butterfly essentially. But I don't understand that. You okay, so you're a long worm. Uh-huh. And then you just melt and then you become something with wings? I mean, is it does it get too hot in the cocoon, which leads to their bodies melting? I don't know Maybe where the hell. Maybe their breath is hot. I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it just pushes that shit through. Because I don't, I've, listen, I've experienced some hot ass breath. I don't. I felt like burned my lip. Listen. For sure. Burned your little mustaches off? I was, <laughs> was going to say, it gave me a free wax. Fuck. The little mustachios? Yo. You know what we about to do real quick? What? I'm about to Google this shit. Google that shit, because oh. you know people like to lie. And I don't like when people lie, but people like to fucking lie. Caterpillar. And you know, that's some shit that like, maybe they work for Google and they just want to get their search engine up. I don't know, because on Reddit, I, I be seeing oh, some shit. interesting facts. They melt. All right, so read it. It, it says, caterpillars melt almost completely before growing into butterflies into in the crystallis. Is that what that is? Yeah. In not? order to change from a caterpillar to a butterfly to take place within the pupa. The, <laughs> the pupa? The pupa. The caterpillar begins releasing enzymes that literally digest nearly all of its own body. Oh, the enzymes break, break it, it down. down. Break, break it, it down now. scientific and shit or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. I didn't know these motherfuckers liquefy. I've never heard of this before in my life. Me either. But there they go, liquefying. They bur- they basically burn themselves like acid. That's then, crazy. You know, something ugly turned into something beautiful with an ugly process. The more honestly, you know. the SpongeBob episode about the butterfly made me be like, I don't know, butterflies are they're a little scary. They are. I felt him when he was like, oh shit, because when I seen the close up, I was like, nah, that's not what butterflies look like. Wait, so you telling me if we go to? Like one of the pupas, like they the said, pup- and stop pup- that pupas, bitch early. Pupas. It's just gonna be liquid coming out. It's Should over. we try or is that evil? Yeah, Does that give you serial yeah, killer? Nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if it makes me less of a nice, a considerate person. It less, makes me less humane. But I don't consider insect life like it's, the same way. Up. I'm killing roaches all day. That's See, that's understandable. How? But like, if it's an insect. No, I'm saying that. That's what I understand that right because. Roaches, there's no reason for them, bro. Get them the <laughs> fuck out, right? But if there's like a ladybug on the floor, and you're just like, yo, gonna, boom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that's that different. Ladybug. What about bees? Bees? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not messing with the bees. Nah, bees. We need bees. Hey, oh, yeah, we do need bees. We need key, bees. But Hornet, they, hornets and like wasps and all that, I'm letting it fly on them. Right? It's open but it's season bees do the pollinating and shit yes. and keep us... Keep us pushing. Yeah. So shout out to the bees and shit or whatever, but fuck them roaches. Yeah, nah, yeah. nah. Th- those roaches are, are leaving ASAP. They gotta go. We stopped the yard on them. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No, more than that, nuke the whole Yo. fucking... They say, like, if you nuke or, or if we get into a nuke through winter, whatever the case is, them motherfuckers are gonna be They're here. They're the real monsters. Them motherfuckers like, how do you is do nasty. That? They're stronger than fucking um, dinosaurs. Bro. 
<laughs> stronger than dinosaurs. It's a fact they still here, yeah. right? Nah, honestly, were there roaches when there was dinosaurs? Probably. We about to Google Probably. that shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google that shit. Get that <laughs> shit rolling. Let me see. Where roaches are. Were roaches a thing? Or maybe when roaches are dinos. small versions of bigger Oh, what if there was a dinosaur roach? Yo. Right now. Honestly, I'm gonna uh, kill you know myself. My, my, my if shit that is was bad, so you gotta Cocker oh, you can't see? Cockroaches. Cockroaches are the first and only creatures to be discovered living in caves before dinosaurs. Whoa! Nah, we're nah, they were wiped nah, nah, out nah. 66 million years ago. Two new species of the critter have been identified, preserved in amber from about 99 million years ago in a mid. Mm, uh, that's Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Cretaceous period when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth. I said I need the thesaurus. So, so you telling me they got wiped out completely? And then somehow they found them in amber and they still here. Is that what that says? Yeah. They went rocks. Get That's crazy. Here, 99 million years ago. How do you even tell the time that? Get them up out of here. Nonetheless, you guys already know what fucking time it is. You're tuned in to Sorry If I Offend You, the podcast. I got my boy Kelly back actually in the building with us. He was with us uh, for season one and actually season two you sprinkled in. Facts. Um, so yeah, Kelly is a longtime friend. Kelly's awesome. But... um. My boy Kelly is yes. a radio star because I hear you every motherfucking day, every <laughs> week. Um, you're also building your own brand right now. So you're an all around creative. And we share another podcast together, Big which facts. is in the motions of rebranding. So, you know, stay tuned for more issues. Winkity wink. Yeah, you already know the motherfucking deal. Wait, can you can you wink? Oh, uh, you can't win. I can oh, win. You're a hater. My oh, wink just shit. uses all the muscles on the left side of my face. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's normal, though, because I just lift my lip and then I wink at the same time. I've realized you know? that throughout my life. I'm like, yo, some people can can get the, the one off, but a lot of people can't get it off. So it's interesting to see that yeah. you, you begin your whole face into it. Like. I'm just putting effort into it. That's cool. That's what I like is. that. I like that. Super. Ah. You know, a little something, something. But um, on my Reddit discovery, as I told you, the I went on, a, on my Reddit journey. I went on the Reddit journey. Just I'm, I'm joining the bus of people finding these crazy <laughs> stories. Um, as you know, we had there's been some things that's gone up and down in my life. So I've chosen looking at people who have, you know, gone into job searches and things like that. Um, so basically, the topic was six months. 171 applications, 15 interviews. Am I doing something wrong? Mm. Right, so we get into it. Ferguson Darling said, okay, I'll take whatever help I can get, folks. I just got rejected again. And the one, this one was for the job. I'm starting to worry that I'm royally fucked. Here's me. I'm 28, journalism, bachelor's. Mm, sorry, y'all know I can't read. Journalism, say, bachelor's. He doesn't have a bachelor's in journalism. <laughs> now he does. Uh, <laughs> journalism, bachelor's. MPA, six years of experience in nonprofit work. I've done development, policy, outreach, all of the administrative stuff that my communications background covers. Every place I've worked, my supervisors love me. I was working with a startup nonprofit and we were paid for by state and local government. I started applying for jobs when the shit was written on the wall mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was in July. I've been told by my resume was great. I've had great interactions and interviews. I've bolstered my LinkedIn profile, added dozens of connections. I fucking networked with people all over the place. I felt him with the fucking. Uh, maybe in my resume, maybe it's my interviewing skills. I don't fucking know. But I feel like I've been proactive and productive and I'm doing something wrong. I really need some help. Any suggestions? 
So. All right, Fergie. You know, all right, little Fergie Ferg. <laughs> listen, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's in the resume. I don't know if it's in the experience. Honestly, no one is no one is honestly open to work as far as people since the pandemic. I feel like it's a lot of a lot a lot of people are being lazy, honestly, or a lot of people are finding themselves. So it's one of the two. Either they don't want to work or they're working on themselves and they're trying to make sure they're good, their brand is good. They're creating something for themselves with longevity. I think the problem is for him is that now that you've had all this history and you've had all this experience and because nothing is sticking for you, maybe it's not meant to stick for you. Maybe you need to get off your ass and basically create your own shit, create your own realm. You mm. know, you can create your own nonprofit and go out for people to put money behind your business. But um, I did see an interesting comment back to him and it had a lot of fucking information that, you know, being the person I am, I skimmed through it. Yeah. It was too much shit. Talking too much. Doing too much. I like it. I like it real quick. One, two sentences. That's let that it. shit ride. Basically, what um the the comment said in in lesser words is that eight point seven percent of applications convert to interviews. It's quite good, but about one application per day seems to be a good rate for someone with training or experience. Don't worry about your resume, but fifteen minutes and no job offer is where it hurts. Basically, more of the story is people are acting like they fucking like you, and they don't. Facts. <laughs> you know, when you go into jobs and you're trying to work for somebody else, you're looking to please somebody else. When you're going into business for yourself and you're going into your own brand, you're looking to appease yourself, your audience, and basically your customer. Um, what would it be? Region yeah, type of thing? Like the um, demo? Yeah, your your customer demo. You're going to do everything. You're working hard for yourself. Um, and like when you go into a company, you're working hard for them. I went into my own experience, um, and, you know, I won't touch too much on it just Talk yet. Talk about it. You want me to? I'll break it down. So, basically, y'all, as you know, I had a past um, experience. Mm. Basically, I was HR um, and also event coordinating for a group of venues in downtown Orlando, and I was with them for almost three years, and just Damn, one it was day. three years already? Yeah. In two months, it would be three years, two or three months, but I did everything for this company. I built them an HR department. I stuck to policies. I implemented policies. I've revamped all of their legal paperwork. I revamped files. I was there from eight to eight sometimes working salary. So, you mm -hmm. know, you get paid eight hours a day, essentially. You don't get paid any overtime. Um, I got, you know, PTO, shit like that. But I didn't have amazing benefits. But I fucked with the company, and I thought the company fucked with me. Right. I thought, you know, there was loyalty and there's longevity in the company. First mistake. So, right, first mistake. <laughs> but I went into it and I'm like, you know, I'm going to do what the fuck, everything, get my experience, cool, y'all got me, I got you. I'm there 12 hours a day sometimes, sometimes I'm only there four hours a day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nonetheless, I bust my ass to make sure they're good. Um, well, I did one thing that they didn't like and I hadn't been reprimanded, nothing for, since I started the job. Mm -hmm. I did one thing they didn't like and it was, they suggested something rather than told me. And then I ended up taking up my own opinion on the situation and doing what I thought was best in my realm and what I thought was best for the company. But because it wasn't something necessarily personally they would have done, um, I was let go. Right. Um, you know, not really given a second chance, not really given a whatever. They basically said, fuck you. Get your stuff and get out. Mm -hmm. um, and after... A few years, I feel like, you know, I'm wasting my time. I didn't get to move up much places. They didn't look out for me. They didn't want to make sure I was okay. They didn't care whether there's a lot of factors going on into my life, which they know about because they know me personally. They basically, one thing they didn't like, I was done for. There's no second chances. There's nothing. When you work for yourself and you create a brand for yourself, there's no somebody taking it away from you.
Right. You know? So for me, I think I put in too much effort into it. And I don't, I almost stepped out. And you guys know the people who've listened for the years that they have. Shout out to y'all. You know, I love you always. But um, the people that have been strong listeners with me that I did take a break. I took a short break. And a lot of that break had to do with me focusing on my career and my business. Yeah. Um, to make sure all that was flowing correctly before I worried about myself. Second mistake putting somebody else's business before my own business when their business will always come before me and my personal life. Mm -hmm. um, and I let my personal life sit second to them. So, you know, word of advice to those who are um, with the company, you know, of course, do what you can, do your job, but um, don't overachieve if you don't see a lot of longevity into it because then you get put in a situation like Ferguson here. Is it Ferguson? Yeah, Ferguson Dialing. Fergie Ferg. Um, You know, six years into a company, they lay him off for whatever reason and... He's, yeah. you know, a hundred and something applications in and still has no job, nothing. What you have to do is step back and Brandon and Kelly, I know you're on your own mission and build, not just building, but, you know, solidifying your own brand and things that you're doing. So, you know, yeah. what would you say about that? Well, yeah, start off like people should know, like this ain't about bashing nobody, whatever the case is. Like we're giving our experiences, like what's going on right now. You understand? Because it goes to exactly the pitfalls that people go through today right so putting it perfectly like you said before people put their whole hearts and souls into these different businesses and one thing can go wrong it may not even be your fault it may be because somebody feels a certain way or maybe you went uh left when somebody wanted you to go right but you but you knowing the business itself you going right was going to be the best decision for the company they still didn't want you to do it mm -hmm. and you know they let you go or you got reprimanded whatever the case is right so that's a major thing, especially for just creatives out there, because I feel like what you said before really is true. When you go into a job opportunity, you kind of put this front up like, OK, I want to be the person that I feel they want me to be. And then as you continue to grow and you go through experiences like the ones that we're talking about and that, that Fergie Ferg is going through, <laughs> you start to realize that, you know, it's much better to build your own stuff from the bottom so that you have control over it, so that you have, um, you can make moves whenever you want to. If you see something that needs to be changed, you could be the one to do it. And also you can put other people in positions. That's one of the, the main reasons why I want to build and I am building like a, a foundation in order to help others, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we can all get money at the same time. And I think that that's super important because um, you mentioned Brandon earlier. I feel like now, out of all times that we've been on this earth, it's important to brand yourself, whether it's a, you know, you mentioned like a podcast mm -hmm. or a business or you just being yourself, being a creative, right? At the end of the day, these companies are going to look at your social profile, see what's going on. And a lot of times, well, depending on what you do, but they're going to see like what the follow account is, what type of content you put up. And at the end of the day, that's branding. Like the image that you put forward to other people, when they see that, that's branding. Like, okay, that's... That's Nisa. Like, I know mm -hmm. her through IG. How many people have you met before that you haven't met in person? They're like, oh, you, boom, nah, boom. You're like, yeah, that's me. You know, People knowing, like, my voice or just, yeah. of course, knowing from Instagram. Um, for those of you who don't follow me, underscore, underscore, who is that? Hello. Get you some Cheap sexy plug. photos. But um, <laughs> a lot of people that come up to me and they're like, oh, I know your voice. That shit make me feel it's some weird, type right? of way. Like, you know, oh, like, okay. it's weird, but it's cool. Like, yeah. people are looking at you and they're honestly judging you for you yeah. rather than judging you for the company you're with mm -hmm. or judging the company on you. Cause what if your character is amazing and your company, you know, their outlook on everything isn't so great right. when the company falls down, you fall down with that company too. Facts. And people have the same opinion on you. Like, let's say, um, a, 
uh, companies like laundering hella money from the people that they're like a bank. Mm-hmm. Let's say a bank was low key stealing a bunch of money from their bank or the people that bank with them. And then they go into bankruptcy and those people lose all their money. Cause you know, when a bank goes bankrupt, you lose your money. That's into yeah. it. Um, when that shit happens, if you're a banker or a teller, whatever you'd call it there, people are going to hate you too. Yeah. They know you work there. Like, bitch, you, you knew this it. shit. Bitch, you knew this shit was going on with my you, conscience. You Slap could be, the shit out you of you. You could be the best person <laughs> in the world, but you work under Trump's cabinet. People yeah. are going to judge you, you know? For sure. But, but that's, that's just the nature of the beast, man. That's why, like, we've all been through our own certain situations with jobs and all that. I've been, like, I worked at Starbucks for mad long. I worked at a dermatologist office for mad long. And the situation that, like, Fergie's talking about and all that, I kind of was with that. With the dermatologist, I feel like, like we're friends with him. That was I know, like right? But but it's very relatable. That's why, because we all kind of been through that. If if you have, if you haven't, God bless you. Mm-hmm. But um, you ingratiate yourself with the culture. We're well, not even the culture, but just with the people at these businesses, and not realizing that this is a business. Like, it's gonna move without you. You feel me? So it's important to operate within it, but make sure that you have your own sh- stuff established outside of that, mm. so that if it does go down, then you have something to fall back on, or you're not lost. Like, I had a, a friend of mine who was studying law for mad long, study law, study law, went to college for it and all that, did four years, decided that's not what the person wanted, and they flipped and went to, I think it was like physical therapy or something, something completely 180 from law, you feel mm-hmm. me? But at the end of the day, that person had the presence of mind, even though they put all that work in, they were like, you know what, let me pivot, you know? Like, we have so much time on this earth, I think it's important to me, let me just pivot. And now she found herself in a... uh you know, career path that really suits her and something that makes her happy and fulfills her, right? So I think it's important to understand that when you're in too deep, number one, there's always time to leave because I feel like we all get pigeonholed into that shit like, nah, I've been here for too long. I put in too much work. I'm going to get something out of it and then you end up not getting shit out of it. You don't get nothing out of it. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, if nothing has happened up to this point, nothing's gonna most happen. likely nothing's yeah. going to happen, you know, especially if you've had those conversations and they kind of tell you like, yo, like we appreciate you, but... Uh, this is where you have I to don't stay. Know. Yeah. I, I, there's been multiple in- instances that I've been at where I wanted to move up, but people are like, nah, you good at what you do right now, so we're going to make sure that you stay there as opposed to moving me up and like molding others. You know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. no, nah, we want you to be right there. And that's a, that's a situation that you never want to be in. And it is like, um, it's disheartening when you get into it, especially with some, some place that you've been in for a while. But that's why, as I've grown older and went through all these shits, I, it's been important for me to just be myself. You mm-hmm. feel I me? Mean? Like, there's been uh, recent instances where I've interviewed for certain things, and I just decided to be myself, man. I wasn't trying to, like, do too much. I'm not trying to, like, talk all proper or whatever. I was just being myself. So whether I got it or I didn't, it's like you're, you're accepting who I am as a person or not because when I get there, I'm going to be me regardless. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, but once again, that goes back to having your own stuff and making sure you put your own stuff first because that's, that's a hard step to take, man. Like, it's not guaranteed you always hear people say you're always going to fail, fail, fail. Like, we've all failed in some capacity, but it hurts even more when it's yours, you know? Mm, yeah, rather than, you know, it honestly hurts, though, when you're failing at someone else's when you could be succeeding at your mm. own. So it's it's almost like wasted time. Honestly, you guys, like, if you're not happy in your job, find try to find another way out of it. Fuck mm-hmm. that fucking job. They would say the same thing about you. Fuck Facts. that employee, you feel me? No matter how long you're there, no matter what it is, they're not gonna. They're gonna look at what's best for the company in their opinion. Take your time off. Take those mental over. health days yeah. and all that. I was sure. having this conversation with someone who was older, and he was like, he 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 didn't mean any malice by it. He just talking about you know the landscape that we're in. That he's like, yo, 
I know people taking like, you know, mental health days. Like we never used to do that. We couldn't do that back in the day. But he understood that in this day and age, how important mental health was. Because back then that wasn't the case. You feel me? Like you got to go through it regardless. I think everybody back in the day and, you know, those of you are listening that are a little bit older. Shut up. Facts. But shut up. Shut it the fuck up. I think that, honestly, everybody back in the day were treated like minions. You were told you had to go to school. not you know. And I'm not knocking school because I went to school. And sometimes career paths, yeah, you need to go to school. You need to go you know, get your doctorate, do all that stuff. If it's for you, it's for you. Cool. But a lot of the times, these people who want to be doctors, these people who want to be you know, uh, in the medical field doing dentistry, if mm. they want to be lawyers, things like that, they were told that they want to do that job. Right. They were told that job pays a lot and that job will get you set and whatever. They don't give a fuck about the law. That's why there's crooked lawyers now. Facts. They care about a check. So it was what gets you the best check because, you know, a lot of people grow up and, you know, most of America is poor. Facts. So the majority is poor. The majority is middle class. So we're taught, hey, go to school so you can get a good job that's going to pay you. Not, hey, you know, if you go to school and you find something else, take your chances on it. Um, if you try to be an engineer or an IT person for three years and it doesn't work out, try something random. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. be a fucking, I mean, for me, I, I went into podcasting late because I wanted to do, I went to school for RTV. So still in this mm -hmm. realm, but, you know, I couldn't get a job necessarily. Radio television right, for y'all. Radio that. television for y'all that don't really know how to, you know, figure out acronyms. But, um... <laughs> Basically, I didn't get a job in I got internships. I got little, you know, volunteer opportunities, but I didn't land an actual job in my field because where I wanted to go was more like entertainment like this right here. Right. Yeah. But for me to get into this comfortably and not have to have fucking 30 years of experience, which I don't understand why they don't have entry level that available. Um, I had to start it on my own, mm -hmm. but I was getting denied job, job, jobs, And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna be a bottle girl. Yeah. <laughs> so I did like yeah, girl, make, that shit work. make that shit shake <laughs> and then I ended up getting into you know the career field I got into and I just did my own shit on the side and you know it went up and down or whatever but I definitely think if I were to have rewinded time I would have chosen me a little sooner than later and figured out what I really wanted but I was too busy trying to figure out okay well my mom told me yeah. or my, my grandma told me or this is what I grew up on and older people that I talked to told me you know I need to focus on a check yeah. I need to focus on what a business or working for a company that I'm going to get, you know, paid for. And there's nothing wrong with still getting paid, y'all. I'm just saying, make sure you're happy and doing what you're doing. And if you're fucking not, try some new shit. Try something else. Stop being stagnant and don't be a minion. Stop being a minion. Trust your you gut, me? Man. Trust your gut. Like, don't feel like whatever somebody older told you to do is right. Because most of the millionaires coming out now are younger than me. Yeah. Younger than you. Like, younger than us. So Absolutely. which means, you know, they're creating their own realm. YouTube, fucking the fucking home for hella millionaires now. Like, all older generation would have never believed that. They would have yeah. never thought that the internet killed the radio. <laughs> but you Face? know what I mean? But, um, yeah, like, we, people we wouldn't have thought time. that shit. So we're in a different time, in a different place. So I just feel like we need to stop trying to be robots and listen to things because that's how we stay where we are. And that's how America's always going to be poor. Yeah. Because we're just cycling um, running through. We're, we're going to be the generation that stops us. What is it? Seven, five or seven percent of the world is rich, Probably or like less of America, that, like 3%. Or whatever. Yeah, three percent of the world, or whatever. If you want to be part of the three, you gotta invest in you because most of the people yeah. in the three are like what real estate agents that have major markets, um, top of the food chain lawyers, bankers, bankers, shit like that. People who they have their people own established own their own company and own their own businesses. 
You don't see any employee at the top of that totem pole, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why uh, we're going to be the generation that shifts that. It's crazy because you'll see individuals. That, they're great people, bro. Mm. Incredible, put in that work. But they've been in either similar or the same position for years upon years upon years. And it's like, yo, bro, like we're going to be the generation to stop that mentality where it's like, I, I don't, like I actively want to, like leave a mark on this world, you feel me? Like mm -hmm. I don't just want to be a, a cog in the wheel. I don't want to be an employee. I don't want to just get money, retire, and then just like live my life. Like of course you want to raise your family. You want to do what's best for yourself and your family. Right. But at the end of the day, I, I want to leave a mark here. And I feel like the most humans on earth right now have that same mentality. And the only way you're going to do that is if you're giving your best to the world, which in my opinion is you're doing what you love or something or some things that fulfill you, right. you know? as opposed to living someone else's dream, creating the foundation and paving the way for your own dream. Right. And from that, that's when you give other people opportunities and then it keeps on going. Right. Like today, they announced that like uh, Michael Rubin, who owns like the 76ers, Jay, Meek, uh, Maverick Carter, I think there's a couple more people, they all pitched in and they bought Mitchell and Ness. Like the, the jersey yeah. and all so that. Basically like Nike, but... For sportswear. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, well, so, well, you know. well, they, they do Same the jerseys shit. and all yeah, that, yeah, the throwbacks. Yeah. Every time you hats. see it, it's Mitchell and Ness, That's right? what I think most people know Mitchell and Ness is the hats. Well, it's the jerseys. Is it jerseys? Yeah, hats out there too, yeah, but, but the jerseys it, are but like yeah, the throwbacks yeah. are the ones. But long story short, those, those are a whole bunch of different business minds that got together, put their bread up, and bought this you know brand that we've been established for years, years. for decades, yeah. you know? And now we have black faces owning that and running that. So just knowing the way that we are, they're going to run it the way that it should be, you mm -hmm. know, because now we have proper rep representation. But I say that to say these are all individual guys who popped off doing their own thing and they got into position. They're like, you know what, guys, let's all put our money up, mm -hmm. which is something that I love. And we've seen multiple you know, instances of it happening in the past. But that's something that I want to continue. And I feel like people doing that up top is going to help others who are, like you said, like stuck in the wheel, like that hamster wheel, like you just spinning going 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 to nowhere it's like you know what maybe i should take that leap of faith right and create my own shit even though i may fail and that's one thing you have to understand a lot of people are scared of failure which is perfectly fine we all are but it's just about taking that first step it's gonna help people understand okay maybe maybe this is possible let mm -hmm. me do that and then you never know that shit snowballs and here you Come are something great you know? and like those people that don't believe in you or those people that are comfortable being on that same hamster wheel, that's fine. That's how you live your life. That's how somebody else don't. But we need to, as a whole, mind our motherfucking business. Facts. I know so many people who tell some, the next person, oh, you can't do this or, oh, you can't do that. Now, without consistency, motivation, things like, or, you know, being motiv self-motivated more so, I should say, mm -hmm. you're not going to get anywhere, honestly, especially if you're building from ground up, if you're building your own brand, you're not going to get no fucking where if you're depending on someone else to make you motivated. Right. And also, if you don't stay consistent, um, you really got to believe in yourself to make anything happen. But a lot of people step in and they're like, oh, they've been doing that shit for three years and they make no fucking money. They're never going to succeed. There's people that have been making music for 10 years and have not touched a fucking dollar. They do all that shit for free. They do it out their fucking basement. And then they get that one, one beat mm -hmm. or that one track that pops and they're millionaire. That's it. I mean, let me just say this. And I'll leave it at that, y'all. Sweetie is only rich and famous because she was consistent. Real shit. I can see that. She's very consistent. Yeah. Um, she was always posting like, I love, 
I, she was cute as fuck always. And like when she first was dropping her freestyles, I did fuck with it. I'm not saying, you know, if you're a sweetie fan, all by all means, do your thing. But she was very consistent with wanting to meet people, making herself apparent, being on um, Instagram or whatever, posting videos, doing freestyles and just being very much consistent. And then it hit for her. And then it's like, boom, you look good, too. Boom. Yeah. And it just, you know, she became a star. Essentially, and she's very a prime quickly. case for what we were saying before because, at least from what I see, that's her. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's not like she's <laughs> she's like pressing forward or whatever the case. She I would hope it's cool, her because right? I wouldn't. You know, if she's pretending, then we got another problem on our hands. That's what but I'm you know, saying, like, right? I but her. I feel like I've seen enough interviews and stuff behind that the scenes her. that it's her. Mm-hmm. So it's like we were saying before, just to like bring it back together, like how important branding is and. You know, being able to establish establish your own thing. So you can work for someone else, of course. That's no problem. We all got to put food on the table. Maybe it is what you love doing. You feel me? Like, I work on radio. I don't own this radio station. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, I love what I'm doing. And I'm also building my own brand at the same time. So they work hand in hand, right? But at the end of the day, we're in a time that branding is super, super important. So I think if you're out there and, like, you may be scared of like looking at the numbers. Oh, nobody's looking at my shit. Nobody's liking my shit. Just do that shit, bro. Like Nisa said, just be consistent. The numbers are going to come, but at the end of the day, it's about what you provide to the world. So I think if you keep that in mind, like I don't give a fuck about numbers, bro. I just know that what I give the people is good. But so, numbers matter. You feel me? But you know, no, my numbers do matter. Don't, let don't it get break me wrong. Your heart, basically. But at the end of the day, I don't don't give a fuck about no numbers, bro. Like just as long as the content is there and you stay consistent, the people are going to come to you. You feel me? If you provide them a service, if you provide them information, if you're entertaining, whatever the case is, get yourself out there because mm-hmm. it's going to work for you Facts. regardless. Facts. Um, so what exactly is going to, what is your brand in entirety? Like, what are you all doing? So, of course, you have podcasting, of course. You have radio. Um, we doing what else? voiceovers. Voice we're doing okay. podcasts. We're doing, um, we're, we're doing merch. We're doing... Um, Brand development, we're doing artist development, we are doing, there's so much going on mm. right now. And one of my main goals is to build a foundation so all these things can have a, a home, like like mm. an umbrella that it all makes sense under. Because there's 50,000 things that I want to do in only 24 hours in the day to do it. For sure. But um, right now I'm just building my own thing as creating a brand that somebody can just come over here. And I can put a spotlight on them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm just focusing 100% on being somebody that people respect and people understand how I roll. And y'all understand that I can be the one to help you get your story out there and to let people know what's going on with you. You feel me? And to have those conversations and to put other people on it, to drop gems so that when other people are looking at this shit, they're like, oh, yeah, like, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What they were doing to bring it back to what we were talking about before, if they did it, I could do it too. You know, for sure. So that's a big part of the component of me, especially with the radio to mm-hmm. start off right there. Going through your journey and starting off. Um, I know in my own, I ran through a lot, a lot of walls. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I thought I was just going to be jumping through hoops and shit like in a good way. I thought a bitch was going to be running a track meet. What are the shits you jump over in the track meet? Uh, The hurdles. Hurdles. Yeah. I thought, you know, of course, I thought there was going to be hurdles along the way. No, cool, bitch. Man. It was whole brick walls. Like, it's a yeah. lot of things that go into building your own brand. It's a lot of work that you have to put behind it. And if you're not in a position to throw hella money financially at it, you got to do that shit yourself or you got to scout and find people who are willing to help you out or right. do it at a different rate and, and make it still shake. You feel me? And, you know, along my journey, 
I've made things happen. But of course, I've had a lot of setbacks, a lot of setbacks, a lot of walls. I've had to literally bust my way through. For you, what are the what's like one of the biggest difficulties you had to overcome building your brand? I mean, that's it right there. Like you said, you got to wear 15,000 hats. You feel me? Specifically, though. Because on top of that, right? So say... Say uh, with this podcast, this this situation we're having mm-hmm. right now, right? If I right. wanted to get it out, all right, cool. So if we're doing the radio, I got to chop it up for the radio. All right, cool. That's one thing. All right, let's get the video. Okay, cool. So we're shooting the video. I got to edit the video as well. Okay, so we got to put that video on Instagram. We're going to put it on TikTok. We're going to put it on Facebook. We're going to put it on YouTube. All right, cool. Now I got to edit the whole thing. Uh, clip make, it up. Make clip it, it up, a real. Make, make it a fucking TikTok. Make sure it looks good. Make sure it sounds good. Put it up on YouTube. All right, cool. Boom. Now we got to advertise it. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Let's go do that. Boom, boom. It's just all these different things that go into it. It's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. That's like the main thing for me now. But starting off, I think personally was just like getting a flow and not really understanding which way I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody goes through that because you may see like one person do it. It's like, okay, I'm going to model myself after that. But maybe that doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like taking and and leaving certain things that you see around you to create like a flow for yourself. So I think that was the main thing. And don't quit. Like that was the biggest thing because when I first started like with, with shells, just doing a podcast specifically, like we were just doing it for fun. We didn't give a yeah. fuck about no advertising, no nothing. Yeah, 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 for sure. But when we realized this is like what we wanted to do and this is a market and people really respect it, that's when it started to get together, you know? So really for me, outside of, you know, just the pitfalls that come with the corporate world is just yourself and just making sure that you set the foundation for yourself to be successful. And then just keep on going, being consistent, like you said. For sure. Sci-Fi Fenji. I believe in just like how companies let people go or let things go because mm-hmm. they're not working out for them. You as a brand have to learn how to do that as well. A lot of times people leave stragglers or they ask for help for people who aren't really that dependable, but they do it to put that person in a position and help them win. Listen, if somebody is not doing something good for your brand, that doesn't really affect them. It affects you. Yeah. You know, like I know I had my issues when I did my first live show and, and jumping back, I didn't too much like the person who did my videography. Mm-hmm. He was a suggestion from a friend and I didn't like it. And I felt like, you know, I wasted my money. Right. So now in hindsight, I wish I would have scouted a little more and been a little less trusting towards what I wanted as far as I got a good price on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but things like that, you have to be honest with yourself and with your brand of the fucking mistakes you make along the way and the people you have to drop too. Yeah. People that can never come back on your show. I've had multiple interviews, you guys, from first season. And, you know, some of you may listen back. You know, I appreciate all y'all for being on my show. But listen, some of the guests I had were fucking boring. They <laughs> but were boring. Listen, now, listen, some of the guests listen, I had were fucking boring. And they though, ruined my show. Like, even though we here now, bro, like vetting is so important. Like, like vetting certain things out. But it's hard when out, you but, come but not, into it. You don't uh, of know. Course, like, of course, of course. And we've had those before, like. Not everybody I realize deserves a platform oh my or, God. Or, or needs it because it's like what what do you what bring do you to bring the table? To the what, table? What, what are we talking about right now? You've been on my uh, my um podcast three times now. This will be the third time that you've been on my podcast. Yeah, I've had someone on my podcast, actually three people, and I won't say names because I don't want to get in a fight after this. But you know, I'm being a little bit messy. They'll she figure said, you it know out. Who you are. Yeah, you know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I've had people that I literally have told, honestly, I'm not welcoming you back on my podcast. Which is perfectly fine. There's no space, no realm. There's no room for you. But keep There's in no mind, reasoning. it's no There's disrespect no though, because it's like I, I I can still fuck with you and I love you and all that. But just this this right here, yeah, this isn't it. You feel it me? Is, we we could chill. We could be outside. <laughs> 
But when it comes to cracking these mics and providing content, it's it's just not the way. Because you're not doing it. You know, like, I come <laughs> on here, I make y'all fucking laugh and shit, don't I? Like, you feel me? Like, I come in here, and I'm myself, and yeah. it is what it is. And, you know, we drop gems, but sometimes we hurt feelings, and it is what it is. But there's yeah. a lot of people that come on, and they're like, oh, I want to crop this out. I don't want this to be said, or whatever. Like, no, once somebody starts telling me how to edit my podcast and how yeah, to edit yeah, my yeah. audio, you will never be welcome back on my to my podcast. And for those of you who are listening, who have featured on my show and you have not been welcomed back or you've asked me to come back and haven't been welcomed back, there you know is the why, reason. There is why. the reason. If you didn't already know, now you motherfucking know. I just, I don't have room for it. And you can't tell me how to output my craft if you come into it knowing the fucking podcast is called Sorry If I Offend You. So if you're coming in this bitch <laughs> and I'm Facts. telling you, like, if you're Facts. cursing, if you feel a way, if you know the whole, um, honestly, I fuck with LBGTQP, all that. Like, I fuck with y'all. But <laughs> if I have something to say that's against, um, Kelly's making the camera shake like a bitch. But if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. Like, and I'm going to say it how I want to say it. And, you know, if it gets perceived wrong, I'm gonna deal with that with the backlash afterwards or mm -hmm. whatever. But to this day, people respect my honesty. So, and if you don't fucking respect it, you don't gotta listen. Cut it Max. off. It is what it is. But I have my own voice. I have my own opinion. So I like to bring people on my platform that are gonna do the same thing. Whether we're talking about important business aspects or we're just bullshitting about cheating or fucking somebody on the first date or whatever it mm -hmm. might be, you come in here and you're your motherfucking self, and that's all Sci-Fi Fendu is about. So the people that don't bring it to me. They can't come back, and I just got to leave it at that. But I don't burn bridges with them. You got to, you know, respectfully understand that this is just what it is. And, you know, if I hurt your feelings along the way, that sucks. But that's how companies look at you. But when a company fires you and you go get another job and you're straight, you still go and you're still a customer sometimes to that company, right? But but that's the thing, right? Because this, this is a business. You it is, me? but because so, so the you're way... your own business, they look at you like exactly. you're doing this personally. No, I'm doing this shit for my like the bigger picture yeah maybe you know if you sell merch or you sell coffee or you do whatever i could do a pop-up shop at where you're at or if whatever your business is i can implement it in a back like a background type of way but you know you can't eat with me on the mic yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just not yeah, gonna yeah. happen yeah I'm not we, we can collaborate it, you know? in other ways but but that no yeah, but no, but, that, but that's why that's the funny thing and then we'll we'll bookend it soon but yes. um I feel like people don't respect it sometimes or don't understand it because either they haven't taken that step yet so they don't know what really goes behind it, how much work goes into it. And also they're not looking at it from that standpoint that it, mm -hmm. it is a business. It's like you got to separate, you know, me, Kelly, from like Kelly V. Like once we crack these mics, like let's get to it. Let's do what we got to do, but make sure that we on point. You feel me? Because right, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, we here for a reason, right? Like we yeah. want to provide content, good content. We don't want to just be on here bullshitting. You feel me? There's mm. a myriad of other podcasts and other platforms that you can be listening to. You feel me? So when people tune into us, I'm like, bro, I want that shit to be on point. If Not you can't facts. respect that, if you don't like it, whatever the case is, there's mad people that be like, yo, send me your questions before like the interview. I'm like, I'm not sending you my questions, bro. Like, I you tell can maybe, people's general idea. You can maybe tell me like something you don't want to talk about. Say something like, controversial happened the night before mm -hmm. some shit. I, I don't want to talk about this. All right, cool. But I'm not going to actively let you know. Like people have caught feelings off for that. I'm like, bro, like number one, I'm not going to put you in that position. Number two, like there's a certain like uh, flow that goes along with these interviews, which is my flow, which is how I like it. And I think the uh, guests appreciate it as well. And you fucking that up by asking me that. You feel me? Nah, for sure. So just come in. We give you the opportunity. Let's let's have a good time and go from there. But if, like she said, if you don't get invited back, 
It's cool. It's all love. It's just on this platform specifically. No, thank you. Yeah, and like a lot <laughs> no of man. times, um, for me too, a lot of the difficulties I've had is I've had guests that show up 30 minutes, an hour later. Yeah, respect Don't my time. Don't give a fuck that, about that's, my that's time because me. they feel like, you know, since it's my own podcast and maybe my studio's mobile, mm -hmm. that, you know, whatever I'm doing, this shit's leisure. No, I have a, a yeah. job, you know, or I did have a job. You feel me? It's Friday. <laughs> I ain't got shit to do. Um, but whatever. But, um, like, I have a, things to do. My fucking life is busy, and I have a lot of different moving parts into this yeah. podcast, including I got to go back to the house, and I got to pull the audio. I have to edit. I have to pair everything together. I have to mm -hmm. create all this shit. Same thing as you when you're going through everything and motions of whatever you're doing at the moment. Yeah. Whether that's audio tracking, recording another podcast, uh, promoting on social media. All that shit takes time, and it's very disrespectful when people waste your time. Or, like, you give them merch and they don't wear it or shout it out. Like, bitch, I gave you something for free. Mm -hmm. That's money. It's not for free. And I didn't make the cotton, bitch. So I paid somebody <laughs> to do all that shit. Like, you know, those kids in China, they're suffering. No, but. Um, they're suffering. <laughs> no, nah, but for real, though, like, people need to put some, like, effort into it if they get invited to something, too. Because that's another reason why people don't get welcomed back on certain platforms or you know, interviews might go sideways because, like you said, they don't want you to touch on certain topics. Like, okay, that's like Kanye coming into an interview and being like, we can't talk about um, the Kim K situation. We can't talk about Pete Davidson. Fuck are you talking about? That's the most important, you know, besides the music, new yeah. album dropping and shit. But, like, that right now is what people want to hear about because that's what people are gossiping about. And motherfuckers love gossip. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Like, people love to hear about other people's business. People love to hear about other things that are spicy, especially if they don't have their own spicy. things going on. And, and, you know, especially if it's in the public eye and you're somebody people want to know about because they love your music or just want to know about you personally and can't get close to you. The way they get close to you is by knowing the headline. So that's like you being Kanye and coming into an interview and being like, oh, blah, blah. But that might be what the interviewer has for you. And now you just wash their whole platform. Mm -hmm. That's disrespectful in itself. Um, also, I, th I think it's important to piggyback off of that. You, you're going to have to be the bad guy sometimes when, oh, you, for when sure. you have your own brand. So don't be afraid to... Be the bad guy. Put, yeah, put your foot down, bro. Like, this is, you have a certain vision and nobody else has that vision, especially with your own brand. So it's like, put the parameters down, let people know exactly what's going on and then move forward with it and stay stern with it. You know, because I've had situations, like you said before, like mm. people just showing up late or whatever the case is. I've had that happen a couple times. Only one time that it was super, super flagrant. The other times I've happened, they've either hit me up before, like, yo, like something's going on or mm. when they actually came in and explained what was going on. But the one time that it was flagrant, I put like, yo, bro, like, we're not going to do this. Yeah, what, bro, what do you, you mean, bro? Like, what you, me. I'm like, bro, like, number one, like, if you had an interview with the Breakfast Club, would you have shown up fucking they half an hour, 45 minutes late? They would be in the fucking lobby late? 15 minutes early. I'm like, oh I'm my God, it's the Breakfast Club. I was like, I'm doing you the service <laughs> because, like, at the time it was a favor. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm doing you the service of, you know, completing this interview because if this was another case, like, it would be a dub, bro. You feel me? Like, my time is, is super precious. That's probably the most precious thing. People say it all the time, but it's true. Like, you don't get that shit back, bro. You don't. Plus, you don't know what the fuck I had planned going on and all that and right here. And I gotta here. cancel my shit. And now it's pushed back because I gotta sit down with your stupid ass and have this conversation 45 minutes late. So, um, be the bad guy and be protective of your brand. Bye. Leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you guys for sitting with us. Thank you for Kelly for coming back. Um, Dipset Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you already know what motherfucking <laughs> what was time that? is. I don't know. You know, I was just <laughs> yeah, throwing yeah, some yeah. shit. But, uh... <laughs> It's the end of the episode. I know. Why? It's sad, but we'll be back single, another single week. Tier. Some more shit. And uh, yeah, the biggest asshole on the planet. Sorry if I offend you.